welcome to the Hearth and Hedge podcast. My name is Amberly, and I'm so pleased to have you today. Before I get into the meat and potatoes, I have something that I want to say. Um, I was watching television with my father today, and apparently the presidential ads are a go. Today I saw an ad for Ron DeSantis, Republican governor of Florida, and he is apparently running for president. Um, I personally am absolutely terrified about that. Uh, when President Trump ran, former President Trump ran, I thought it was a joke and I was not worried and, you know, whatever, this can't happen, right? Uh, and then it did. Uh, and he was elected. And, well, we all know how that played out. Um, I am not going to assume this time that everything will be okay. Uh, so I would like to implore to all of you, my wonderful listeners, to please make sure that you are registered to vote. Vote in your primaries, vote in your local elections. Please, please make your voice known. I don't care who you vote for, vote for, I mean, I really don't, but please, please just make your voice known. And now that that's over, uh, let's crack into it. <laughs> On today's episode, I have two very, very special guests joining me. Uh, these beautiful ladies are two of my top tier patrons, uh, but I am mostly proud to say that they are also my friends. Uh, recently, these two lovely ladies joined me in Baltimore, and we went to the Joint Sacred Space and Between the Worlds conference. So today, we're going to chat about our experiences there. Please welcome the beautiful and amazing Diane and Jess. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi, Emily. So I would like to say thank you for joining me. I know we've, we've, we've been trying for a couple weeks, so um, I appreciate your patience, and I'm glad that we can sit down together and enjoy a little chatty chat. So uh, let's start with... Diane, what are you drinking this evening? Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> I have a thing in my family, or at least when I'm at home, that I can't just have one drink. Mm. I have multiple drinks. So I have my water, because I always have my water. Right. And I have this lovely tea that I just got. It's a black tea with some black raspberry and peppermint, mm. some chocolate mint. Ooh. It's really lovely. It sounds delicious. It's very good. But I also, in honor of our trip, made myself this lovely, very dirty gin martini. <laughs> lovely. Okay. Oh, I'm so jealous. Just because. So here's toast to you guys in mm. honor of, oh, you know. Cheers. Absolutely. Cheers. <laughs> I love that. The martinis was, made the trip. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. I was going to have a martini, but um, I didn't. <laughs> How about you, Jess? What are you drinking? So I am actually drinking something that you gifted us in one of our um, Patreon boxes back in the winter. I had a little bit of Backwoods Brew and Botanicals Yuletide left. Oh, nice. We're having like one of our very, very few winter rainstorms right now. So it's very nice and cozy and... I have some water. I'm not as, I don't have as many drinks as Diane does. She's showing me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, I am drinking water and also uh, 
traditional medicinals smooth move. I don't know if if any of you have have ever had the need for that, but I do every time I travel. So you're welcome. Um. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now, Diane. Yes, ma'am. What are you reading? What am I reading? Well, so I never read just one book at a time. So that's the thing. But it's fair. I will just share the one with you. So when I was at the conference, one of the ones that I books that I picked up was Hecate, Goddess of the Witches by Courtney Weber. I went to her class on Hecate and was blown away. Um, while I have a great deal of respect for Hecate, I never really dove into anything about her. Mm-hmm. And I came away from that class and the thing is <laughs> she was described in that class as um, that crazy auntie that would do anything for you, but you don't want to cross. <laughs> cool. And yeah, so I, I'm enjoying the book and have enjoyed the, enjoyed the class very much. So that's what I'm at. Awesome. And how about you, Jess? What are you reading? So I am reading two of them right now. So... The oldie but a goodie, the only astrology book you'll ever need. I decided oh. that this week's obsession was going to be to learn my own birth chart. and Very nice. That's a lot of information. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for fun, I'm reading Slewfoot by Brom. It's about some spirits awakening in a forest and... A colonial girl finds herself widowed, and there starts to be some engagement. I'm a third of the way in, so right now they just met, and it's a a, a tale of bewitchery. So we'll see where that leads us. Is that <laughs> is that the one that they have a, a a TV adaptation? I don't know, but I would love to see it. I feel like they do. On some streaming service that I can't think of because I have 38 million of them. Mm -hmm. So today I am reading The Magic in Your Genes. Uh, Not not like your pants, (laughs) but your your genetics. Uh, It's your personal path to ancestor work by Carol Carol Crow. I apologize if I said that wrong, Uh, but we'll find out because I'm going to try and get around the show. Nice. Um. This book is so amazing. Um, I mean, it's just what you think. It's it's the magic and the science of your DNA and how you can use it uh, to your advantage. This comes out May 1st, so uh, probably the day that this comes out. Very nice. Perfect um, timing. Perfect timing. Uh, so it's just such a great book. I'm only about uh, two or three chapters in, but I... I am obsessed. And I will say, um, if you are not um, like super witchy, if you're witchy adjacent, if you know somebody who's a little bit interested, but kind of like, I don't know, uh, but they're interested in genealogy or you are, this actually is a very, words, words, words. I I don't want to say user-friendly. It's, it's, like anyone can pick it up and it will be enjoyable. I was actually thinking my aunt would love this, who's our family genealogist, and she is uber Christian. And um, I think that she would still get a lot out of it. So I just would like to... Accessible. That's the word. Accessible. It's accessible to everybody. 
Um, I have a podcast. And then I'm, I'm also reading um, Ozark Mountain's Spellbook, uh, Folk Magic and Healing by Brandon Weston. And I'm just reading that one because uh, I happen to be in the Ozarks right now, y'all. And I thought it would be great. And I think that I'm going to release uh, an episode on Ozark magic since I'm here. So those are the things I am reading. That's interesting. Um, my folks are not my folks. My dad's grandparents are from the Ozarks. So it's kind of cool stuff. Yeah, it's it's really beautiful here. Um, I've been enjoying it. I, I'm a little distressed at the amount of <laughs> Confederate flags flying around. But, you know, I guess it is what it is. And actually, next weekend, I'm going to meet one of our fellow uh, Witch Bitch Amateur Hour listeners in Conway, Arkansas, at a metaphysical fair. So I'm not the only one here. Feels like it, but I'm not. <laughs> you are not alone. I am not alone. Um, so Jess, what did you expect when you were going into this conference? What were you expecting to happen? To be honest, I, I really don't think I I went with any expectations. My um I never been to this kind of level of experience, uh gathering or something that seemed this organized or this big so I really tried to go into it with an open mind because I had absolutely no idea what to expect I had no referent point besides Anahana's purpose last year and the uh, the two venues are very different in theme yeah. and you know just the entire vibe is completely different so I mean yeah just going in there with no expectations I, I think really helped me the most and I mean, y- y'all saw me the whole trip, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll oh, get well, into that. <laughs> so. That's awesome. How about you, Diane? What did you expect? I was kind of expecting a little bit more, like, challenging material. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was presented as being for mid-level or advanced practitioners. And I'm like, okay, been at this a while, so yeah. So it was kind of... There's a little part of me going... Are you really as advanced as you think you are, Diane? <laughs> Let's be honest. Are you going to get in here? And, and I never felt like I was in over my head, but there were definitely things that were presented that I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I walked away with feeling like I actually like learned more than I expected, but it wasn't quite as advanced as I was maybe even hoping for. Mm-hmm. But okay. not in a bad way. I still right. feel like I was to- completely worth it, one hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know what I was. Exp- I was. I was concerned that I. I was not going to be at the level I needed to be. But as it turns out, I was all right. <laughs> um, because, like, as as just said, you know, I've, I had never been to that sort of um, like actually witch conference. Um, Anahata's Purpose is more like a wellness event with some witchy vibes, um, but this was specifically a witch conference, and there was a little bit of wellness in there, like yoga in the morning. <laughs> That's it. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Oh, it was it was a lot of fun. I'm I'm really glad that I I heard about it from you and mm-hmm. um, during our book club. 
and yeah, it was, thank you for giving us the opportunity because I would have never learned about it if I wasn't doing the book club or listening to the podcast. So, you know, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. So listeners, um, the, the way that I found out about this conference was uh, on my interview with Amy Blackthorne. And then we have um, a book club, which is available to all of my uh, patrons from the $5 patrons up, um, which we haven't met in a couple weeks, but we're going to get back to it. But so one of my book club days, I actually had Judica Illis, who is the author of uh, the Encyclopedia of 5,000 Spells, uh, the Encyclopedia of Spirits, and uh, I don't know. She's she's, uh, Saints and Spirits. That's right. Um, And then Daily Magic she wrote. She wrote a lot of things. She's 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 episode 53. So go listen to that. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so Judica joined us for our book group because we had just finished reading Pure Magic and and it was a really fun evening. There weren't very many of us, uh, but we just kind of discussed it. Diane and Jess and I during that uh, book club meeting going to this event. So that's how we got there. Fun, fun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Jess, do you have a favorite class that you went to? So I didn't really go to a lot of classes. I did a lot more of the rituals. Mm -hmm. Um, And my favorite one was, here, let me pull it up. So I actually have like the title right and I don't completely butcher it. And it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. The Labyrinth of Statues, a healing ritual with Medusa. So, um, you know, the majority of us who have our basic understanding of Greek mythology that we learned in probably fourth grade, you know, it was a very terrifying beast who, you know, turns men to stones and these poisonous vipers for hair that protects her. And throughout this ritual, they were um, presented by Reverend Coyote. We were able to be presented to Medusa in a way that was gentle and caring and she was a victim just like so many people are in the world Mm -hmm. and sorry that's kind of getting to me it was it was a very impactful um (laughs) ritual and it completely it completely changed the way how I can have the strength to process past trauma in my life understand it's a part of me and help give me strength to deal with it every day and it not affect Great. me. It's yeah, okay. it was... you're allowed to get you're allowed to get <laughs> emotional because we remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was I did a lot of crying this weekend. Um <laughs> it was it was it was very impactful and it was a it was a beautiful connection that I was able to have and it's something that completely changed my life. Um and hopefully one day I'll be able to share it with others, you know? That's great. That's so. wonderful. Um, yeah, I actually got chills while you were talking about it because oh. I do know um, <laughs> how much it impacted you. Diane, how about you? What was your favorite class or ritual um, or part of the weekend? I think my favorite class was the Art of Sigil Witchery by uh, Laura Tempest Zarkroff. I love the idea of sigils. I love them, but I struggled with them and -hmm. I have struggled with them for a long time. And, you know, you get the classic, write the sentence out and take out the vowels and tape out the duplicates and put the letters together. Right. 
Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. And I got to where I was pretty decent at it, but I wanted more. So I went to her class and she explained to us that originally there, and I can, I feel bad because I cannot think of the individual's name, um, had come up with that process for his left brain people. For his people that were not artists, who are not just free thinkers, Mm -hmm. so that they could create their own sigils, which is cool. And then she went through how to do a sigil or how she does her sigils. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I swear, if nobody should have been looking at me because they get a strobe effect of all these light bulbs going off around my head. (laughs) (laughs) We did one as a group, which was fantastic since one of the things that was the theme throughout the weekend in the presentations was the idea that we would crown ourselves with our own power right it was in the main ritual we went to and then just it came into play in other classes and stuff so that was the the basis of the sigil that we did as a class Mm -hmm. and then she did something that just completely blew me away and she's like you can even dance your sigil oh I wish I, like I had that. seen that. I wish yes, I had seen that. A sigil. So I actually went to two classes with her and she did that for both of them. And that might have actually been the more challenging thing for me because I don't dance in front of other people. That's mm-hmm. not a thing that I like to do anymore. But she made it so accessible. It was incredible. It was fantastic. So, yeah. That was my great. great. Yeah, I, um, I did not go to any of her classes and I, I deeply regret it. <laughs> I deeply regret it. I hear all good things. And then, you know, she was just on uh, the Your Average Witch podcast. That was a great episode. Yeah, I'm glad that you got to go experience that. Uh, she's just, I mean, she's such a cool person. Like, I'm like, I was a little starstruck. And like, you know, <laughs> she she just looks cool. Like, <laughs> Right? She definitely walks the walk. <laughs> Oh, and her art. I came back with two oh. of her pieces. Oh my gosh. I'm Amazing. so jealous of those pieces of art. Yeah. They're so pretty. Actually, Diane, if you don't mind and you don't have to, uh, would you send me pictures of those pieces that you picked up? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. To, I mean, for me to put on Instagram? Yeah. I posted them okay. a couple days ago. So yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll just, I'll just share that then. So keep an eye out. So for me, I think, well, I really, really loved the animal ritual. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the most impactful uh, class for me was kind of like an afterthought. I was like, well, I'll just go. I, wa- I want to go see this uh, this one that Thorn Mooney is, tr- is teaching about tarot. Because tarot is not really my jam. You know, I know a lot of people swear by it and they love it and um, they they spend their life learning the cards and learning, you know, the art and science of tarot. And I just have cards and I think they're pretty. Uh, and I use them sometimes. Um, I'm, I'm more apt to use my oracle decks. I don't use tarot as much because there's so much symbolism in it. It just sometimes is overwhelming. But this class by Thorn Mooney, she's, at the beginning of the class, she said... Um, you're going to leave this classroom confident enough to do a reading for someone else, oh. um, which was a tall order. 
<laughs> I was like, okay, well, let's okay. see, Thorn Mooney. What do you have to say? And she was right. <laughs> I can I can read tarot now. And it's not the traditional way, but it works. Um, and basically she said, uh, she started out with, uh, what what is the symbolism of the color black? And so, you know, we all threw out things from around the room of what the color black means to us. And she goes, okay, that's a symbol. So now why don't we pull one card and let's see what's on that one card. We'll pick one thing like the fox, right? Or whatever. I'm I'm thinking of my deck, but I'm trying to think of something that's on right or weight that I can... <laughs> Okay, so like the guy crying about the Ten of Swords, right? Like, <laughs> it's like, I just stole all of these swords, and now I'm sad about it. <laughs> um, so the swords, what do they mean to, uh, to you, right? So then we would all talk about what a sword means to us, and the good and the bad. And she's like, well, you just read a card. You just pick one thing on the card and tell me what it means to you. And then you have done a reading because really the deck that you're working with is talking to you. It's talking to you about something or somebody else, but it's talking to you. So what you see in it is what it is. It doesn't matter what's in the book. So we all sat around and, and did some readings for each other and we used different types of decks. Like I had my guardian of the night tarot and this other guy had, it was like zombies. It was like a zombie tarot and it was so cool. Fun. Uh, yeah. So we like read from each other's decks and it was really, really interesting. So I think that's what impacted me, uh, where I learned the most, I guess. Well, when you're ready to practice, we're here for you. Oh, Absolutely. thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm ready. I'm excited about this question. Um, Diane, <laughs> uh -oh. what was the funniest part of your weekend? <laughs> Jess, I'm sorry. <laughs> I already know. Just go. <laughs> it was the very first night. I, we were both, we were all just a little slap happy, having a good time. We got out to dinner in the, in the little bar that was, you know, part of the hotel. And it was fairly late and they were super busy. So we were, you know, just chilling. Um, and we did have our, our lovely martinis, which mm -hmm. I will say we were not far into them. This no. was not a martini driven <laughs> thing. It just happened to be the drink of choice at the moment. And we were laughing and talking about, uh, of all things, Supernatural, the show. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. And, um, we were talking about just different things that get said on the show that were silly or funny. <laughs> and I made the comment to Jess. I'm like, yeah, hey, ass butt. And unfortunately for Jess, she had just taken a drink oh. of, her, of her martini. Oh. And she like breathed it in and end up having to, you know, <clears throat> choked a little bit on her as she's just trying not to snort through her martini. Oh, I have not laughed that hard in a very long time. And I'm sure everybody in the room was like, what? Oh, those three are drunk. We were I'm not. Right? Oh, we had like, what, three sips in? I know. But oh, oh. that was... 
Yes, that will live in my heart as one of my favorite moments. That was it, amazing. <laughs> it just rolled off the tongue so elegantly. It just completely caught me. And th- these are very dirty martinis, so it stung. Like... <laughs> It wasn't just the vodka, it was also sodium. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, but yes, let's raise our cups to Storm for keeping us happy that whole trip. Thanks, Storm. He was wonderful. Yeah, Diane was so eloquent about it, too. She was just like, yeah, ass butt. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I uh, I guess I'm 12. I don't know. (laughs) Well, I mean, obviously we all are. Going for that drive delivery, man. (laughs) Oh, ten out of ten. Yes, Um, (laughs) Jess. How about you? What is your funniest moment? Uh, So I went to—I forgot the name of it—but there was a reforging ceremony that was presented by Haley Run. And you know, it was a very impactful ritual. It meant a lot. You know, I. Wonderful time, wonderful, good time. And this was very healing time. You know, Mm -hmm. it was rough healing, but it was, I needed it. I didn't know I needed it. Mm -hmm. So um, this was right before the gala on Saturday night. And Mm -hmm. I remember we were all talking and it was mentioned like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to get my eyes all puffy. Like, I don't want to cry. Oh my gosh. I come back into the hotel room because we were all sharing a room. And they look at me, and you know, all my makeup's running down my face, just red puffy. And they were like, "That bad?" I'm like, "It was so good!" And I come flop into my bed and start bawling into my pillow. And <laughs> it was like I- <laughs> a, a, a three year old throwing a fucking tantrum flop. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I definitely channeled my child. And <laughs> Jess was literally horizontal, not touching anything. She just kind of launched herself. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> yes. like, and it was and epic. Her legs stayed straight. <laughs> I supermaned. <laughs> oh my god, it was awesome. It was uh, awesome. And, you know, it was really good. It was really impactful. I had a good cry every you know, every time you just need to let it out and you know, it's, it was a good time. <laughs> yeah. Let's be fair, Jess did all of the shadow work for all three of us. Oh, she covered it all for all of us. Uh, um, I can't I can't decide between two, but they're uh-oh. two little ones. And I, you guys weren't there for either of them, which is oh. sad. Um, the first one is when, so when we got there, uh, there were, you know, bell cart, bell boy cart thingies. Um, and everybody needed them. Everyone was checking in at the same fucking time. We all needed a bell cart, a bell. Is that what they're called? A bell cart? A cart for luggage, a luggage luggage cart, cart. a luggage trolley, whatever. Like your bellhop would have the cart, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Diane went and she got one. We were like put all our stuff there, you know, we went and put our, put our, (laughs) our incredibly heavy fucking luggage, by the way, (laughs) Uh, in our room. And then I was like, okay, I'll take this back. And so I'm walking it through, you know, the miles of corridor in this place. And I finally get to the front check-in area, uh, the front desk, and I walk past where everybody is and I go to put them put it where they belong you know and then I see this guy and he's like can I have that and so I handed it to him I was like yeah and then I turn around and this lady is like oh were you giving it to him and I was like well he asked for it she was like well I was chasing you 
And I said, well, I'm sorry I didn't hear you call me. And she goes, oh, well, I didn't call you. <laughs> I I don't... I do not um, have a third eye in the back of my head, y'all. Like, I was like, <laughs> what, what did you want me to do, lady? Like, <laughs> But she was, like, so devastated that I didn't know that she was silently chasing after me <laughs> for the cart. What kind of a witch are you that you did not hear her God. thoughts telling you? Clearly, I was you. not advanced enough for that conference, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then the second one, I don't know if y'all remember the first night uh, when it was just so fucking busy in the the bar. I saw that lady, like, she whips out her, her fan <laughs> really loudly, by the way, and scared Jess and I. Like, we all jump. Like, what the hell? She whips out her giant fan, which everyone should have had a fan because everything was broken at that hotel. But... <laughs> She whips out her giant fan and, like, holds it above her head. With the other arm, she's holding her credit card. And she's, like, waving the fan and just staring down these two poor guys that have a gajillion people that they're trying to take care of. And she's just being a raging sea bomb. Like, it was so rude. So, after the gala, uh, I had had a few martinis. I don't... (laughs) Oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> I don't need to tell you how many because no. I don't I don't even know. Good night. Because Storm kept making me doubles, which was super nice and also dangerous. Uh, so I had some martinis and I was outside talking to some people and I brought that up. And lo and behold, this this lady's sitting right next to me. <laughs> and she was she was like, Oh, well, what else did I do? <laughs> and I just oh. kind of breezed over it because you know i was in fairness i think she might have been the only rude person that we encountered oh yeah for sure for sure uh the rest of the people were lovely i think when i told the story i think she maybe saw the error of of her ways (laughs) or she realized how much did i have to drink oh no (laughs) yeah um (laughs) those were silly things the fire alarms were fun. Oh, God. <laughs> Jess is a um, fire alarm champ. Yeah, I am. Jess, <laughs> Jess will make sure that your ass is out of that freaking hotel room. If there is a fire alarm, you you bet your sweet ass she will. <laughs> and can I just tell you, so, uh, okay, I'm a little bit older than Jess, so you can kind of get the generation differences, because Jess is like, we got to get out, we got to do this thing, and here's me going, Eh, maybe if we wait, it'll stop. <laughs> I'm trying to ignore it because it'll stop. It's fine. Nobody's screaming. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'm screaming. I'm like, guys, wait the fuck up. <laughs> She's like, Amberly, oh, it's a fire boy. alarm. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to ignore it, pulling my blanket over my head. I'm like, it'll go away. It did. Oh. By the time we got our pants, you know, got, got dressed and got shoes, it stopped. And we're like, okay, go back to bed. Don't care. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm going to go investigate. Like, <laughs> Good night. We're like, have fun with that. See ya. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, but talking about the hotel just a tiny little bit. So I'm gonna, oh, let's I'm do it. Real. Let's do it. That place was like its own labyrinth. Uh-huh. It was just, it like, all of the, this, like, different lodges that were kind of like, 
catty corner and this that to the, each other and connected by corridors so you, you you're walking for forever but the one that cracked me up i felt like in a way such a witch because it was hilarious we went down the one elevator oh gosh <laughs> to go down to the lower level right because that's where all the, the classes were and stuff so we're like oh, okay look cool there's an elevator close to our room we'll just go down this elevator we get in the elevator hit the button go to the lower level opens up and we're like this does not look like it looked before. This looks different. <laughs> okay, let's, you know, maybe there's a corridor and we'll, you know, it's connected. And we walked down and it was just, it was just one where the other area in the lower level that we had been in, there was corridors and ballrooms and conference rooms and all this stuff. And here there was just this long corridor mm -hmm. with nothing but rooms on either side. No offshoots, just this corridor. Yeah. And then we walked down it, we turned around and we walked back. We're like, let's get back in the elevator. <laughs> we go back and we go back up. And it was like this descent into the underworld. And we did our thing. And we escaped and we came back up. We went around the corner to another elevator, went down. And there it was. All of the rooms, all of the ballrooms, all of the other thing, everything. And I was like, why do I feel like that was our own special little yeah. <laughs> moment of, yeah. That was, be that was being really nice, Diane. I thought you were going to like get into the whole, the whole shit show that was happening. And she was like, let's go, I'm ready. I know. Like, I feel was... like. Buckle up, y'all. They, <laughs> these people struggled, but the staff was so kind. Oh, the staff was wonderful. The people were there was so that said, you know, they've been there before. It's all been great. Um, I think they were just having a bad moment. And I'm just gonna hope that if we go back next year that it's much better and much that they have air conditioning. Yeah. I was grateful for the fact that so the air conditioning was out for most of the hotel. Uh -huh. In case nobody caught that one. And mm -hmm. um but at least the storm came in that first night and cooled it down. It was cool and comfortable for the most part the whole rest of the trip mm -hmm. yeah we just had to leave our window open which is fine so, um thank you universe hopefully they'll fix the plumbing mm. oh yeah. yeah oh that was fun we had to move rooms uh <laughs> the most inconvenient time <laughs> yeah that's okay they did mm -hmm. get us another room they did get us another room we did get us another room we got uh -huh. moved we found a bell cart we did <laughs> our stuff was still just as heavy yeah the second time yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, At least was... they moved us down the hall and not, like, on one of the infinite elevators we had I to know. go find. Because, right. yeah, by, by, by that time we moved on fr Friday night, I already learned my path. And if I had to go a different way, there was no getting back. Right. It, it would have <laughs> taken a whole another, you know, 48 hours to figure out how to get to our room again. Absolutely I blame not. that on why I got lost twice. So that's fine. Well, that place was massive. Was we would be walking through the halls and Jess would be leading and I would be at the back telling her left. <laughs> like, I don't know which way to go. What I don't know is we did that, what, four or five times. Amberly's in the back and we'd be going, we'd get to it and she left, right, straight, whatever. And, and it occurred to me later, I'm like, why did we never put Amberly in the front? <laughs> why did we just keep letting her lead from the back? It's okay. It's okay. It I worked. Did, I, I did a great job at it. <laughs> Yes, we did. I only got lost when I wasn't with you guys. And then exactly. I found it. I got there eventually. I never found my way back to the single hallway basement, so that was fine. That's was funny. Good. 
<laughs> oh, goodness. I was going to say a thing and then it, it just went bloop, 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 right out my brain. <laughs> so I guess it was not important. So I'm looking at this painting that my mom has above where I'm sitting. And the artwork that she has in her room is like I'm in her office slash library. And there are a lot of vaginas happening in this nice. artwork. <laughs> Well, you got to take a picture of that now. Uh, well, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, they're not like like blatant vaginas, but they're very clearly vaginas. Mm. You know? Strange. Huh. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking at my moons, and suddenly I feel like I need to get new art. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you have a theme for art and you're looking for something, it's not that easy to find. It's true. Mm. I'm it's looking true. for a couple pieces for, like, and I'm not finding might be too specific in my head what I'm looking for, but I'm not finding what I'm looking for. And I'm like, I'm, well, I'm tell the listeners, maybe they can help you. Okay. I'm looking for like just women dancers, but specifically women dancing with scarves or full skirts. And they're doing like spinning, especially like around a campfire. Okay. Um, right. So like photography? No, painting. 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 Okay. Soft. You know, so I lo I've looked. I'll fi I'll find the right couple pieces. That's fine, but it's just like I'm like, oh, I'll just kind of no, <laughs> no, it's not that easy. So, listeners, Diane is looking for the opening of Outlander painted, kind of actually <laughs> more with more with a fire in the center. Yeah. I hadn't really put those two thoughts together because mm -hmm. there's a lot more color in what I'm thinking. But oh, okay, okay. But that, that's a very similar idea, you know? Mm -hmm. They're based on the images I've seen in meditations. So that's why it might be a little too specific, you know? Yeah. So if anybody <laughs> thinks of something, shoot me an email and I'll send it on to Diane. I'm thinking I might have to just find me an artist. <laughs> or you could do that, which I'm sure there are plenty in the world that can help you with that. Yep. So Jess... Can you tell me about something uh, that you do daily, like a daily practice that yeah, you can absolutely. share with listeners? Sure thing. So um, I recently just moved out to the Colorado mountains. So anytime I wake up, I always go outside barefoot and I just enjoy the weather, snow, rain, sunshine. It just kind of gives me a chance to connect with the new land that I'm in. And then I come inside, I light a candle or an incense stick for me, and then I will light a candle for my ancestors, my spiritual team, anyone that is around me that, you know, might enjoy it. I, I just have something available in my home that's warm and welcoming, and that's, that's my magic. <laughs> nice. How about you, Diane? Do you have a daily practice that you do? Mm. So I'm a little bit more, how to put it, um, situational. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm, you know, I have my, I stir into my coffee kind of thing. But aside from that, a lot of it is based on, well, today is, you know, Thursday, it's Jupiter day, Jupe troop, right? Mm -hmm. And so I might, if I have something like I want a petition, I might light a candle to Jupiter. Or if I don't, then I tend to light him one and just say thank you for all the things that he's done. Um, the same with Mars or the moon or that kind of a thing. Um, nice. Yeah, so just more of an acknowledgement of the day 
or who's been around. Great. I love that. So, Diane, do you want to share a spell with the listeners today? Yeah. So, actually, I'm going to share more of a sigil and how we did it. Um, And then I'll give you the picture and you can post it for people so they can see it. Perfect. So, and this is based on, or not based on, this was during my class with um, Tempest. One of the things that she does at the end of the class is to have the class do a group sigil, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and she said normally she does, you know, what do you want to do it on, blah, 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 blah. But this year because of so the sacred space and the um, Between the Worlds were doing, did a group ritual on Friday. Mm-hmm. That was, it was Friday, right? Yeah, Friday. Um, that was a culmination of work that they have been doing for, in some cases, almost 10 years working on a a healing the world kind of a spell Mm -hmm. and which as you know was wild 600 people at the same ritual was incredible yeah um constant chills the whole time the whole thing and it was just i've been to big ones before but never quite that big that was kind of incredible um so one of the themes and i think i mentioned it a little bit earlier was the the idea of crowning yourself in your own power Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we did for this sigil. And I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I'll kind of walk through a little bit of what what we did. So we looked at what does that mean and what are we looking for? And we came away with some words and then we came up with symbols to go with those words. So we looked at like community and the idea of focusing and focusing in, centering in on that community. We talked about sovereignty, that crowning, right? Um, And the change that we wanted to bring to everything and how this was kind of a call to action to bring that change Mm -hmm. and to bring that power in. Um, The idea of vocation, the vocation that was involved in it, the sustainability. All right, you know, we're looking for that. Um, Resilience, other words were courage, which was funny because courage is the the theme word that came up in everything I did all weekend was courage. Mm-hmm. Was like, okay. Compassion, truth, and love. So what we ended up with was like a circle, you know, for community an X for focus, the moon crescent moon for sovereignty to kind of portray that crown, um, vocation, star, wavy lines, um, hearts, and so we put it all together in a way that I swear only Tempest can do. Mm-hmm. And it was it was just beautiful. And then she kind of like danced it out, right? The <laughs> center to yourself, hands out, crown yourself, bring it down to your heart. It was just, it was a beautiful thing. And um, that's kind of the thought process that went through it. She definitely puts those out there for everyone to use so i will send you the picture and we can post that for everybody and use it for what you need that's really wonderful i love that i i hope to have tempest on the podcast soon um i do actually have uh naja lightfoot from the one who did the doll magic class uh that i went to she was so sweet i talked to her for i don't know how long and then somebody goes oh yeah that's her and i'm like oh Oh, 
I didn't even know who she was. I just knew I was talking to this lovely woman who, yeah, it was, that was the one, one of the really cool things about that weekend is you end up talking to people to find out that they're yeah. somebody. All right. You know? Yeah. There's like but, just Matt Orin walking around and Thorne Mooney and Laura Tempest yeah. Zakharoff, you know, just, you know. Yeah. If you're just not careful, you take Matt out with the, with the cart. <laughs> Jesus, <know>? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, Naja Lightfoot will be on uh, my pod. I'm interviewing her, I think, at the end of this month, of, of May, the end of May. Nice. So very I'm very sweet. excited. Yeah. I want to talk to her about her current book, uh, which is one of the Juju books. I don't remember which one, and I apologize, but um, I'll know it by the time we get there. Uh, but I also <laughs> want her to talk about um, her doll magic. Because she's like, I never get to talk about this. Nobody, I feel like nobody wants to hear it. But it was such a great class. It really, really was. Um, I looked at that class, but sometimes dolls creep me out, so I didn't mm-hmm. go. But she also taught one on where she was doing music. Uh-huh. And that one intrigued me. And I, I didn't get to go to that one, and I felt really bad. That was the one thing about this conference is since everything was only presented once. Yeah. You had, you had to choose. And there were so many that I really would have liked to, to try and go. And her class on music and the idea of singing and, like, hmm, dancing in public with other people, like you're not being watched, right? Mm-hmm. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. When you had something else to choose, that was one you didn't. It was in the, it was in my head. I'm like, I could do that one. And then something else was like, oh, but this is so much cooler. And I'm like, it's not so much cooler. But it's so much less challenging, so I'm going to go. So I did default. I feel bad. Yeah, I was sad that I missed that, too. But uh, we did the the animal ritual instead, which was actually really, really great. Yes. Very nice. Yes, that was very cool. Y'all, you would be surprised. I, I, the animal I chose was a starfish. And I was like, this is going to suck. <laughs> but it was great. <laughs> well. And the idea of the Oracle deck, right? That mm-hmm. the that the individual I can I'm so sorry, I cannot um, remember her name. Reverend uh Rain, Rain catcher? catcher. There you go. Um was doing is the idea of animals that are indigenous to North America that we're used to, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so often we go, Oh, the lion. <laughs> but the connection to the lion is nebulous for us, right? Where mm-hmm. mine was um, the heron. Yeah. The heron. Well, I grew up with that. Yours ate with... mine. <laughs> or it doesn't. Uh, sorry. It's <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> you know, but I grew up watching those, you know, because I grew up by the Mississippi River, you know, um, and watching them fly across the sky, right? So it was an everyday thing for me. Had I had any connection to it? No, not really. Other than I thought they were gorgeous, right? Mm-hmm. So to to do that ritual and then connect with it was like, oh, mm-hmm. it was really very very cool. The yeah. idea that just let's connect to animals that you're that you see that are here and accessible yeah. was 
really cool. So she's got a Kickstarter, bought the Kickstarter. Um, it's amazing. Angela, her name is Angela Raincatcher. Um, I will share her Kickstarter for this deck that we're talking about. Um, it's really just, a, it's the North American Animal Wisdom Oracle. And her drawings um, are gorgeous. She's fully funded, but the last time I looked at it, I thought it was still open. And the idea is to use these classes and what we learned from those animals to set up the booklet for the for the Oracle deck itself. So it's how to make it more of a community effort, which was also very, very cool. So she still is going. I will I will share this Kickstarter, but so she's currently at 5,968 of her $4,500 goal. And now she's doing like this stretch stuff. Right. So if um, if she hits 7,000, which sounds like she's probably going to do, um, she will add three new, three new animal cards, one in each suit. And then she'll do it again at 9,500. And then, <laughs> this cracks me up. And then at, at 12,000, she will do three new cards again, but she will also <laughs> do the wolf. <laughs> Which she was so funny because she was like, everybody wants to work with the wolf. So I didn't put it in this deck. Um, but so if, if we get to 12,000, uh, 12, she will she will add the wolf. <laughs> She was lovely. Oh, she really was wonderful. Uh, I'm really excited because she's she's based in DC, so I I'm gonna nice. go pick on her. It was All right, definitely a wonderful ritual she was able to or they were able oh, to uh, create. It was amazing. <laughs> Gave now, <me> chills. <laughs> speaking of cards, you like that sub sideway? Uh, <laughs> uh, Jess, do you have a card pull for us? Yes, yeah, so I can either do a tarot card or an oracle card. I have the Irvin Crow Oracle by MJ. Is it, how do you pronounce? Colonnade. Colonnade, thank you. MJ mm -hmm. Colonnade. Or I have the Mean, the Wild Unknown. Uh, let's do the Wild Unknown because I okay. shared the Roar Oracle last, uh, well, this last episode. Sorry, MJ. You know I love you. <laughs> Tell me when. Diane, no. you go. Okay, good job. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm glad you did it. <laughs> I don't have these memorized yet, so you're going to have to bear with me just for a second. That's okay. All right, so we got the three of pentacles. Okay. All right. So, the three is for teamwork, determination, and focus. Isn't that rather fitting for us? Yeah. So the task ahead is a momentous one, usually related to your job or career. The three of pentacles suggests you must focus all of your efforts, discipline, strategy, and hard work are needed more than ever. If you become wary or overwhelmed, rely on those around you. This is a card of teamwork, so you may need strength of others to, uh, to conquer the mountain. I love that. That's wonderful. And yeah, perfect for the three of us. Very nice. So now is the time when I would ask you guys, if you would like to share uh, your socials, if you want to be contacted, if you don't, that's also fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, or anything uh, you would like to talk about, uh, you know, anything you're passionate about. So I don't have any. So, I mean, you can look me up on socials. I'm on Instagram, but whatever. 
Um, but I didn't sell anything. I didn't have anything to, to like present that way. So my thing is share your knowledge. There's my little tiny piece of wisdom. I love If you it. have knowledge in something, don't hoard it. Share it. That's right. I love that. That's great. How about you, Jess? So um, again, I don't have a service yet, but there is some workings in the future. I can be found at uh, Instagram at Skullcap and Time, uh, like both of the herbs. Um, there's nothing on there yet, but hopefully in the very near future there will be. My little nugget of knowledge is appreciate the simple beauty that is all around us and go vote. Ah, oh, you stole mine. <laughs> I was nope, going to say, bad. and mine is. No, that's okay. That's great. We can all say it. circus. Yeah. Everyone should absolutely vote. Uh, fun fact, my 16-year-old daughter re registered to vote when she went Excellent. to go get her permit. So you can register at the age of 16. You can vote at the age of 17 if you will be the age of the majority when uh, the president takes office. So interesting. you can vote. And it's so easy. You can you can register online. You can register at your DMV. You can. Re I mean, it's just so easy. So this is going to be my my youngest's first year to vote. That's wonderful. Well, yeah. good for her. Is she registered? Girlfriend. Oh yeah. Good. Wonderful. Oh. That makes me happy. We got to get our young our young people to to go vote because they are the future. Mm hmm. And they're a lot smarter than some people. Um. <laughs> 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 no, all right pointing any fingers i am absolutely not uh absolutely <laughs> not but uh thank you ladies for joining me today i really enjoyed this little walk down memory lane uh, it's hard to believe that it was uh only a couple weeks ago because it feels like a really long time ago <laughs> well thank you amberly for bullying me into going i appreciate it <laughs> I didn't have to bully too hard. <laughs> no, I didn't say to bully really hard. I just said, you know, harassed. No. It, 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 for everybody listening, no, she just like gave me a really good nudge. Yeah. I just then, had to give her crap. A very good nudge. It was it was a yeah. wonderful, wonderful trip. And I'm so glad we were able to make the memories we did. And in the future, whenever we're, we're able to go and meet at new events, since we're so spread out, you know, it's, it's just going to be that much nicer. So, yeah, you know, miss True. you guys. Absolutely. I hope you all are doing great. I can't wait to see you guys again. Yeah, we'll see you in a few uh, months. Yeah, few months. at Anahata's. Purpose. Woo. And Woo as I say at the end of the, all of my episodes, we will see you next time. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Hearth and Hedge, on my website, thehearthandhedge.com, or you can email me at thehearthandhedge at gmail.com. I also have a Patreon that can be found at patreon.com slash thehearthandhedge. If you like what you hear, consider leaving a review wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you.